you're listening to Coaching After Dark with Coach Kim and Friends, the morning show for night shifters. This podcast is run on Spotify with musical selections. However, an edited version of non-musical entries is played on all other outlets. We do have streaming courtesy of an artist known as Brew, Sugar Baby, and Mantra. So sit back, relax, enjoy the conversation. And if you want the full version, head on over to Spotify and check us out. The CAD Podcast. We're ready for you. to the second episode of season two of Coaching After Dark with Coach Kim and Friends. CA, are you on the line with me? I'm here. Welcome back. Welcome back. Good you to be what? back. Um, I have to say I dropped the ball because I do not have a topic in mind for us today. <laughs> what? So today is going to be what I call our Seinfeld edition. It's going to be a show about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Seinfeld edition, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Now, of course, we do have all of our special guests still lined up as usual. Right. As far as a particular topic that we focus on, I think we're just kind of be all over the place today. (laughs) Okay, okay. So before we uh, get started with some of the things you and I talked about before, anything interesting happened this week? This week, let me see, man. Really nothing. It was... It was an overall good week, peaceful week. Uh, weather was kind of crazy, but uh, all in all, a good week. Uh, yeah. 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 This bipolar Florida weather that we have. What you, t- man, look, one day is 85, the next day is 42. Man, all I know is today is cold. I know our, our northern people are probably laughing at us right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because it's I've been outside. It's it's the wind for me, because oh. that that wind coming off the water, real serious, serious, like Dis- disrespectful. Yeah, Jack Frost just standing there blowing. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, Jack, I see you. You can go yeah. down. <laughs> yeah, calm down. Uh, do you ever? Uh, I don't know if you like me, but I like to scroll through TikTok. You ever scroll through TikTok from time to time? Look, I try not to. Because two minutes turn into 35 minutes. Yes, it does. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But talking about this weather reminded me of, there's a guy on there called OMG It's Wix, I think it is, or OMG Wix. Anyway, he's a Floridian, and he does all Florida-based TikToks talking about how we handle the weather. (laughs) Oh, hilarious i'm sure it is because you know what people tell me here this this really isn't florida this is south georgia or northern georgia how they say it okay uh yeah northern georgia or south georgia something something like that because we so close to georgia right um but i said you know what after being here for a few years i would agree i said i personally since i lived in tampa mm-hmm. i would say real florida is from i4 down yeah, weather weather wise, I think that's real Florida. <laughs> I have to agree. I have to agree. And uh 
But I think I'll take it because I don't mind the cold every now and then because we get just enough cold here in Jacksonville. Oh yeah, it ain't bad. It ain't crazy. It ain't it ain't Green Bay, Wisconsin cold. Ooh, no, but I like, it's just enough to experience it and remind me <laughs> don't want it. Right, just enough so you can break that jacket out that you've been waiting all year to wear and put those new boots on that you bought last summer. <laughs> That's all we need is boot season because it'll be hot again next week. It will be. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Wednesday it'll be eighty three. <laughs> yeah, and you and that and and I was telling my mom I said that's why people all messed up because you know I know Corona is the the big topic but everybody don't have Corona everybody yeah. just got a cold mm-hmm. sinuses because the the weather is forty hot then it might rain for two days then it's back cold then it's hot that's that's what's messing people up the weather is not Corona yeah <laughs> we need to give it a Floridian name yeah something i don't know we will think about it and come back with a, a new name for what it is but i agree i, agree. I think that's that's the biggest thing because i'm like man this weather keep you on your toes you you try to be prepared but then you you overdress now you're hot and, and sweating then you you know you try to guess it the next day but the meteorologists don't even know what they're talking about because now you just got on the light jacket but it's raining I feel like the meteorologists have a magic eight ball. You know that ball you shake up? Yeah, yeah. That's what they're doing. That's how they're telling the weather right now. <laughs> <laughs> Will it be cold? Yes, no, maybe. Ask maybe. Me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. It's always time for relaxation and vacation. Please contact Enjoy Life and Travel for all of your travel needs. That family trip, girls trip, guys trip, or when you just want that getaway on a solo moment. Follow me on Instagram at ELT Travel Company or my website, shaneenjackson.intellatravel.com. Can't wait to plan your next vacation. And just like that, we're back. You're listening to Coaching After Dark with Coach Kim and Friends, the morning show for night shifters. Yeah, I was talking to a male friend of mine and he was talking about his new lady. Mm-hmm. He was like, yeah, um, what do he say? I introduced her. No, we were talking about, that's what it was. I had watched Talk Like a Man, Think Like a Woman, whatever that thing that Steve Harvey movie is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was watching that movie. I hadn't seen it in a while and it was talking about how if men really care you, they'll introduce you with a title. Uh-huh. And he was like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, this is my people. I'm like, my people? What does that mean? <laughs> my people right here. Yeah. He's like, if I introduce you, he, and he was talking, had a, his other friend with him. If I introduce you, be like, hey, meet my people. What does that mean? You're like, oh, that means that's your girl. I'm like, what? Yeah. So, oh, so my people means my girl? I think it meant my girl. I mean, that just means we cool. You know, it's, it's, it has no title yet. Okay. Yeah, I think that's kind of like just staking a claim. Like, she yeah, might, but, you can't mess with her right now, but she ain't my girl. Yeah, yeah she ain't girl right now. We, we, we like, uh, we're on a 90 day trial basis right now. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> she, ain't, she ain't on the market, but she ain't off it. <laughs> but don't you try to holler at her. Right, right. You can't holler at her. Because yeah. <laughs> you my boy. You my boy. Right, right. So is that true? What Steve Harvey said with guys that they'll introduce with a the title. 
I, I think when it's serious, mm-hmm. they will like this is my girl or you know my my fiance, whatever the case may be. But if y'all just you been on two dates and you still trying to figure it out, you know, like yeah, this this my friend or this my people. Or, you don't want to put a you don't want to put a tight on too soon. Then two weeks later, hey man, what happened to your girl? Oh man, we don't talk no more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know from a woman's perspective. Like for me, I don't think I I don't put it. Yeah, I don't put a title. I'm just like, oh hey, this is so and so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just I introduced my name. This this is Bobby. Bobby. This is the, the group. And right, <laughs> just keep it moving. Thank now you now your friends gonna push you to say, hey man, that's 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 your girl. That's what's going on, man. I mean, you bring you bring it around the crew. Ah, uh, yep, yeah, that's true. That's one way to look at it too. I just, you know, Steve Harvey, he got all these rules and things. <laughs> <laughs> and here is this week's letter of the marital truth, which Reese will address later in the show. And it reads. Dear Reese and Coach Kim, oh, I get addressed to a letter this time. Okay, um, dear Reese and Coach Kim, last week you mentioned that you're not just for married people, so here goes. I feel as if I am caught in a love triangle and don't know which way to turn. I ended a five-year relationship a few months ago due to the fact he wasn't ever going to propose to me. We will call him Sean for the purposes of this letter. Sean and I still live together. Since we broke up, he has been living in the basement and he will move out at the end of the month. I truly thought he was the person I was supposed to spend the rest of my life with. But after many warnings throughout the past two years, I finally had to end it and move on to find someone who is dying to marry me and propose. Recently, I met someone through friends and I am falling quickly for him. We will call him Carter. He understands my situation at home and has been extremely patient with me and having an ex who lives with me. The problem is Carter works all the time. We never have similar days off. It is always me going over to his place late at night and leaving early in the morning. When we do get a day off together, He spoils me and we have fun, but it is rare that that actually happens. Also, I am the type that enjoys going out to local bars when I have nights off, whereas Carter would much rather stay home and Netflix or chill, and this is becoming to be our main argument. I enjoy the time that I spend with him and he treats me well, but the more time I spend with him, the more I am questioning whether or not to take Sean back. I miss the lifestyle that Sean and I grew together with friends and our favorite date nights and our routine that we had. Lately, we have been grabbing a few drinks together and dinner, and it has been eye-opening as far as how much I actually miss him and the life that we built. I don't know what to do. Either I take Sean back and accept that I may never ever be engaged or married to him, but we continue to grow our life but I'll never really know what would have happened with Carter. Or do I say goodbye to Sean for good and explore what could be with Carter, even though there is still a lot to learn about him? Help, Sean or Carter? Well, 
we will find out when Ms. Reese uh, logs on later today. But uh, that's quite a conundrum you've got there. We'll be talking to you soon. Can't wait to hear and listen and chat with Ms. Reese in The Marital Truth. Yeah. Oh, all right. Um, have you heard of this game called Black Card Revoked? No. There's a card game that's floating around Instagram called Black Card Revoked, where it has like different phrases or whatever. And oh, and if you don't guess them, mm-hmm. okay. Apparently, you're not really black, so you get right. revoked. So. Mm. And what are some things that would get our black card revoked? Like for me, they say my black card is revoked because, you know, I don't really like greens. I'll eat them. What? I know. <laughs> I don't really like them, though, but I'll eat them. Um, there's a couple of people that can make them, and I really like them and enjoy them. But for the most part, I only eat them because I'm trained to eat my vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's like anything else you can think of that would get a person's black card revoked? I'm going to say when I've met black people that don't eat grits, they prefer cream of wheat. Ooh, I'm what? like, what the fuck? Right. You, you know how you know how Dan look at people on blackish? <laughs> That's how I look at them, like, what? Cream of wheat? Yeah, I don't like grits. Like, what? What what kind of black person are you? You must be from you you from Ohio. You from right, you must Wyoming be Wyoming somewhere. I've never even had cream of wheat. Me neither. Uh, I would imagine it's like hot pudding. <laughs> she said hot pudding. <laughs> hot, hot grainy pudding. Yeah. <laughs> what? Wheat. And then, you know, some people don't like sweet potato pie. They prefer pumpkin pie. I'm like, oh, mm. They're not black, for real. Mm. They're not black. Mm. Now, even I can say that. Like, come on now. Pumpkin? Mm. Potato salad. That's a big debate. Yeah, yeah. Depending on how you make it. Definitely. Do you use use Miracle Whip? Right. And if you if you in the, mm, I almost threw up in my mouth. Um, if you in the car with somebody and you hear they playlist and certain songs come on, you like, the fuck are you? (laughs) You listening to man? You know. That's true. Music would definitely get your black card revoked. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a few things out there. It's a few things. But, you know, I guess at the end of the day, it's all about upbringing and, and where you're from. Because us Southerners do things different than Northerners, than people on the West Coast. You know, so it, it all depends on that childhood upbringing, your traditions and stuff like that, you know. At the end of the day, I mean, you still gonna get some jokes. Mm-hmm. You are gonna get some jokes, but at the end of the day, it's about you know how your family was and what they celebrated. Because you know, me from Louisiana, you know, we we fry everything: fried frog legs, alligator, pork chops, everything. 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 I was probably not diabetic. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm hungry. <laughs> you know, like we when I go home now, you know, being I'm a vegetarian, my mom like, so what you gonna eat? I got some salad stuff in there, but what else you gonna eat? 
see. Now, when you talk about um, how we were raised, I'm about to go deep a little bit. About to get a little deep. Let, let me put my philosophical hat on. For oh, okay. Put your glasses on. Put my glasses on. <laughs> I'm thinking about, for some reason, when you said that, that triggered a memory for me about, uh, are you familiar with the organization Jack and Jill? Mm. Okay. <clears throat> um, I'm thinking Jack and Jill. I'm thinking um, our Greek organizations. And there's a lot of colleges, one in particular that I can't think of the name of right now. But what all of these have in common is that um, they're for Black people supposed to be to raise and uplift the Black people. But Uh you have to be, uh, uh, not have to be, but in the origin of the organization, you have to be lighter than a brown paper. You heard the paper brown paper bag rule. Oh, so we we on some uh, school days type stuff. We on some school days type stuff. <laughs> so I'm thinking about that and how that's carried over into now. You know, with with how you're raised, <clears throat> mm-hmm. and um, I don't know that particular subject really bothers me. Like I can imagine myself being a part of an organization whose history stemmed from the brown paper bag rule one mainly because i would never pass the brown paper bag rule but even if I, <laughs> and if i did <laughs> i don't think i would want to be a part of something that supported that kind of history right now both my boys they can both they could pass the, the flashlight but <laughs> <laughs> they definitely passed the brown paper bag for sure with flying colors or lack of flying colors right 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 and and they have had the opportunity to join organizations such as Jack and Jill. Now, those that are a part of Jack and Jill, I'm knocking you. I'm just knocking the history in which your organization is founded on. Um, I don't feel like an organization that's supposed to be there to uplift and teach and motivate our community and our children can truly be authentic when you exclude other children simply because of, well, back then it was the color of their color. paint and their skin. Yeah. And nowadays, it's a matter of whether or not, economically. yeah, economically, do their parents get it? Do they have enough status to mm-hmm. be part of this group? So you're telling me that my kids can join Jack and Jill and experience all these great things, but my, their cousins, for example, their cousins out in the country can't come with them to these events. They can't join the Jack and Jill, like right, that's, that's oh, because of a social status type deal, right? Because like, let's say. They're, my son's parents pass whatever the criteria is, the interviews and all that stuff, but their cousin's parents may not. Right. So we all family. How how can we segregate the children like that? I mean, teach one, teach all. I believe. My no, uh, true, true. I, I agree with that. You know, and we 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 try to say things have changed, which I I know. F- for sure, things are better than when my mom was a child. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Mm-hmm. But still fighting the same fight. Yeah, it's, it's, it's still an issue. And my, uh, I think we was talking about grandparents, like the new age grandparents, at, on one show. And my my grandmother was ninety one, so I'm just like, man, all the stuff she's seen, been through, done. In, in her lifetime, um, we're still going through it today, but just on a different scale. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, we came a long way. We had a black president. I thought that'll never happen. Yeah. Same. We have black we have black millionaires, CEOs, uh entrepreneurs, all all that, you know, most besides hockey. It's a few black people in hockey, but most sport mm-hmm. are minority ran, yet we don't have minority owners, general managers, things of that nature, you know, because it's it's old it's old ways of doing things. And until they die, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It'll stay that way, you know. So maybe, you know, the next 50 years, things will change uh, for our kids. But, you know, still still fighting the fight because, you know, slavery wasn't too long ago. <laughs> no, it really wasn't. <laughs> you know, segregation wasn't too long ago either. So, you know, it's just uh, the way, you know, people view things and do business. And uh, this lady I follow, she had, she had this uh, post. And I know I messed it up because I can't remember word for word. Um, and before I say it, I'm, I'm like I'm like a bag of Skittles. I taste the rainbow. Mm-hmm. I fuck with everybody. You fuck with me, I fuck with you. Black, white, brown, yep. blue, whatever. Thanks. But, but one of her comments was about uh, white women. And she said, you know, she said, I don't have nothing against all white women. You know, I, I got some white women friends. She's like, but as a whole, you know, she said, as a collective Mm-hmm. y'all have disappointed me throughout the years <laughs> so i fought with a few of y'all but not all of y'all okay, okay. i was just I'm like, okay i said she got a point you know i was like you know um it's like it's always more almost like the cop thing you know it's like you know the bad cop good cop you know it's no good cops it's, it's a lot of good cops mm-hmm. i i feel 97 percent of them are good cops but that three percent fuck it up for everybody yeah yeah and the same for black people too. I mean, you could say the same. Um, like uh, my uncle, my uncle Herman likes to say, "There's niggas and then there's niggers." <laughs> right. I hear being niggers. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, you know, attitude is everything about stuff, and you know, some people won't let go of the past. Yeah. For whatever reason, um, I, I have no reason. Why, I'm clueless why you wouldn't. Why you wouldn't want to evolve, change, and and grow, and and do better as a person, let alone a race. Right. Um. But when I, like, when I pick up my grandkids, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's all colors in there, and they all just happy playing with one another. They don't know shit about racism, right? Uh, or or economic status. They don't know. My mom drives a, a a Porsche and yours is in a Ford. They don't they don't give a shit. Of, they don't care. Right. You know, they just having fun. Yeah. And, and waiting on their next snack. Yeah. And, and, and when nap time. That's yeah. all they care about. You yeah. know, and they just having fun in there. And I'm just like, man, to be that free spirited mm-hmm. and open minded about stuff is how it all started. But these these biased ways, prejudice, whatever you want to call it, they're all taught. Mm-hmm. The older you get, the more you see things, pick up things, and if your family moves a certain way, of course you're gonna you're gonna roll how your family rolls. Right. That's and true. over time, that's that's your that's your foundation. So I'm just like, man, to be three, four, or five years old, carefree, you know, I won't say, well, yeah, you clueless of how of how the world works and 
what happens uh, outside your little bubble of daycare. Mm-hmm. And we all could be like that, even 50, 60 years old, you know, but people just don't want to evolve. And and I know, you know, for a lot of black people, it's like, man, you can't just let go of slavery. And, you know, I'm not saying don't act like it didn't happen. Because at the end of the day, I'm a black man. But you have to live and learn and grow. You know, everybody's not your enemy. Grow being the key word. Yeah, everybody's not your enemy, you know, uh, just because some bad shit happened in the past. It did, but, you know, just be aware. And, you know, you can't be friends with everybody, but everybody's not out to get you. Sometimes it's your own people that do you the worst. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Look at CA dropping some gems. Then you started it. (laughs) I guess I don't have this great beer for nothing. (laughs) You earned it, huh? (laughs) I guess so. Yep. In the words of uh, now I feel bad because I was about to say Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, <laughs> Rodney King. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, you 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 way off, but okay. Oh, in the words of Rodney King, can't we all just get along? <laughs> oh, just get along. Oh my. Word. And now let's take a quick break to chat with Coach Chimanga about his new upcoming segment. Hey, Night Shifters, we are back. I have a special guest on the line. I have Coach Chimanga Williams. He and I have worked together for quite a while, and he always has the best inspiration for everybody. But I'm going to let him tell you a little bit about himself and his core audience, and then we'll tell you exactly why he's on the line tonight. So how are you doing tonight, Coach? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Kim? Thanks for having me. Oh, of course, of course. You had to be a part of this. I just had to figure out when we could work you in. And that time is now. (laughs) That is great. So if you want to let the audience know a little bit about Coach Chimanga Williams and what exactly do you do? Who do you appeal to? What is your goal? All right. Um, My name is Chimanga, as you stated. Um, Some people do call me Manga. And what I'm you know, what I'm going to do with the with my community, it's a lot of gentlemen that's 40 and older. A lot of them have gone through a lot of, of change in their life, divorce. Um, a lot of them are going to have kids that's living outside the home. And what I want to do is I want to reach out to them and help them get back on track and begin living a life of fulfillment. And I know that a lot of the changes that they want to make can't be done alone. So right. I created the community so they can feel comfortable in expressing themselves as well as learning new ways to be able to advance and live for a fulfilled life and still create that connection with their kids. I love it. I love it. I've always admired what you do because it's so hard just from my perspective and I'm a woman, so I could be wrong, but I feel like it's so hard for men to open up to other men. Um, so having this, well, I won't say hard for them to open up, but hard for them to ask for help or hard to admit that they have a problem. Those are the words I'm looking for. Hard, hard for them to admit that they have a problem or identify problems sometimes. Um, so that's why I think what you're doing is just wonderful. And I can just imagine the challenges that you face as well when, you know, talking to your clients and trying to keep them on the positive path. Right. And and the reason I, I chose that because, you know, we're taught to, kind of suppress our feelings and not 
express them so we can actually be a full man, especially to our spouses. That's true. That's true. Because now that I think about it, you know, you do hear all the time, at least I did growing up, generations may have changed since then. But I've always heard them say, you know, oh, you know, stop crying, you know, stop being a girl, you know, you know right. don't cry. Boys don't cry. Uh-huh. Wow. That's true. That's very true. Well, I'm excited to have you as part of the show. And um, we're going to have you on each week or each month, whatever, whenever you feel like dropping us some gems. I'm hoping you can meet with us every week. That would be great. Uh, but if you want to give us an idea of what you're going to be talking about when you come on and do we need to start asking for guests for you or what do you want to do with the show? Well, for me, what I want to do is just um, share with people my seven step program that I use even when I was a manager for 17 years of retail. Mm -hmm. And that has helped me win numerous contests within within those stores, have $100,000 sale gains in majority of them and be able to create other employees who are able to go on and become part of management. And with this seven step program, I know that it can help everybody else, you know, begin to get on track and start living a fulfilled life. Oh, I love that. So we're going to do like maybe a step a week or, or however you have it planned out. We can do that. We could do a step a week. Yeah. Or, hey, this is your program. I'm excited to hear about it because I'm pretty sure it can help across the globe and not just the men. But definitely, you know, target for the men and make sure that they know what I do for the women. We have Coach Manga taking care of the men. So we've got you covered either way it goes. Right. I'm saying I'm starting out with with the guys because that's that was majority of my audience. But I will expand it to include um, the ladies. So I'm not I'm not making it just men only, but I'm going to include the ladies, just that majority of my audience were men. I love that. That's I like that. And I like, you know, we have a lot of um, when you go through social media and you see, you know, there's there's life coaches all over the place that are focusing on like the dating and the divorce and the relationship, you know, like me, just a cliche life coach. But I love your niche. It's it's special how it's, you know, pertaining to. The, the divorced man and getting their life back together and maintaining the relationship with the kids, the fatherhood bond. I yeah. have seen very many, if any coaches out there talking about that. I'm not saying they're not there, but I'm just very proud that you're with us so that we can definitely hone in and help make our community as a whole stronger from the bottom up. That's right. I love it. Well, coach Mega, is there anything else the audience needs to know before I let you go? Nothing in particular uh, other than um, I'll leave you with this, Jim. A lot of times we try to overcompensate the good and overlook the bad. We also have to consider the things that we're we're doing that's keeping ourselves back or in a hole in order for us to make that change. Mm, That's true. That's definitely, I never thought about it that way. Never thought of, that's awesome. Thank you for Coach Manga. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> and how can the people follow you or get in touch with you? They can follow me on um, social media. My Facebook is Shimanga, C H I M A N G A, C W Williams. Okay. Or you can follow me on Instagram at Shimanga underscore Williams underscore. 
Got it. Shamanga underscore Williams underscore on Instagram. And yes. on Facebook, Shamanga C.W. Williams. Yes, ma'am. All right. So, folks, you now have all of the information. Make sure you tune in each week for more gems. Get your man to listen. Get your brothers to listen. Your uncles. Anybody. And we are going to take care of the entire community. That's right. All right. Well, Mega, thank you again. So I'll be chatting with you again next week. All right. Thank you for having me. And y'all have a great night. And one more hot topic before we close out for today. Have you heard of the term sexual market value? I have not. Okay. Sexual market value is a term that's been floating around for the past couple of years now. <clears throat> I actually did a class on it and I wrote an article about it in a magazine. Okay. And basically it equates, um, I guess I'll just say the dating world. It gives the dating world a comparison to like a, a car retail market value. Huh. Kind of where you rank, you know, if you've been with two guys, two marriages, three kids. You got it. Yours okay. Market value. Um, like I said, based on education, your looks, how many kids you have, how many baby daddies you had, how many sexual partners you've had. So it's like, it's like your it's like your sex credit score. Very good. It is your sex credit score. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah. So I just found it quite interesting. And maybe we'll talk about that one show a little more in depth, but there's a whole test that you take to determine your sexual market value. Mm-hmm. And there are some men, apparently, that live by this. Well, I mean, I I think all men probably do, just maybe not to that extreme or maybe particular term. Mm-hmm. So I think for our community, it probably relates more to, okay, this is somebody that I'm just go home sleep with. And this is somebody that I might be able to take home to mama. Right, right. <laughs> but this one is side chick eligible. This one is wifey material. Wifey material. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. So when you, not you now, but before you were married, when you met women, did you like know right away or were there things that took away points to change them from like possible girlfriend to, okay, just to fling on the side? <clears throat> I think younger me was more like, their their demeanor um first like can i can i are we getting along can i vibe with you type deal um would be the first thing uh that gets me because if we always like in some kind of little debate or argument and you stress me out then i don't care how fine you are how beautiful you look that i don't want to deal with you um Two would be kids, because I didn't have kids. So I'm just like, you know, she got one kid. Okay, two. Mm. Mm-hmm. See, you got more than two kids. I, I ain't trying to deal with that. <laughs> I can that. You know, I just, uh-uh. No. And then if, if they were, you know, oh, I've dated 10 guys, or I used to be married, that, that didn't bother me, because I would like to think of myself as an adult and like we've all been with people, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> so, you know, and I would hear guys from oh man, I would remember, you know, she she dated like, you know, me being a military guy, like, yo, she done dated like five guys on the base. I'm like, that had nothing to do with me. 
-hmm. you know, so I try not to judge anybody by how many people you've been with or if you've been through two marriages and, and everything, because we, we live, you know, we live and go through stuff and it is what it is. But back then the kid thing would be the kid thing. And are we, are we vibing? You yeah. know, that would be my two biggest things. Um, when I'm, you know, meeting somebody, you know, then it would go down the list. Like, mm, you still staying with your mama? Like, mm -mm. <laughs> nah, I can't, I can't, I can't deal with that. You ain't got a car? What the, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> uh, it just, you know, just start going down after that, you know. But yeah, that's true. And then that's, I think it's all subjective too. Like, um, you know, the things that appeal to you, yeah. Could somebody else, and that's what I was trying to explain. My very first debate that I had about the SMV uh, was with a young guy. Well, young compared to me, he was in <laughs> early thirties. He was in early. Gotcha. And, you know, he supposedly ranked really high. His SMV market was really high because um, he was 30 something. He had a good job, according to him. Uh, he had no kids, had never been married. So he considered himself a unicorn and mm -hmm. felt that because of this, this ranked his SMV very high and every woman would want him and he could have anybody he wanted. Um, but for me, he would rank very low SMV because mm -hmm. first of all, I don't want anybody that doesn't have kids as a mom. I need somebody that has the experience of knowing what it's like to be a parent and understand sometimes my kid is going to come first and I've right. never had kids. You may not have that same empathy as another father would right right a single dad would get that like okay yeah i got a kid or two kids i understand exactly especially if, if they're in the same age age group or something like that you know and i get that i get that yep. so for me that's a that's an automatic you know deal breaker you don't have kids oh nope <laughs> you yeah. know, we, you yeah. know we, and in that case you go in the side dude category <laughs> right right <laughs> like you you top shelf side dude but yeah. you can't be the main dude <laughs> <laughs> and you can't really be a side dude because you don't have nothing to lose. Men that don't have anything to lose, if they get attached, they can go a little stalker crazy. Right, right, right. <laughs> to a side dude, you still got to have something going for yourself and have something to lose. So I know that if I decide to walk away, you're not going to go crazy and try to follow me. Right. So, I mean, I'm, so my whole SMV thing is. <laughs> look. She said, my, my SMV got caveats, got clauses, <laughs> addendums. But the whole point of it is, I was trying to explain to him that, you know, SMV is totally subjective based on the person. But he was just hell bent on thinking that, you know, his way is the right way and that his SMV is the highest there ever could be. Like, mine just doesn't oh. even. <laughs> oh, wow. It's the highest it could be. And I think, like, it's definitely subjective. And I think the job, I mean, we all want a good job, solid income, but everybody can't make 200000 a year. Right. We still need nurses. We still need teachers. So I wouldn't shit on the woman that was a school teacher, just because I'm I'm a, I'm a doctor, right? You yeah. know, and I, and I feel I'm high value man or whatever. But I would say she wasn't high value because you, you're a school teacher. That's a solid profession. Exactly. The, was... the the pay is shitty, but it is a solid profession. You're probably a good person now. What are the chances of us being in the same circle and meeting? Probably, probably real low. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But it could happen. 
but I'm just saying if you know your friend fix you up on a blind date and you know you go and y'all end up talking, I, I wouldn't belittle her because she's a school teacher and I'm I'm living in a one million dollar house, you know. Right. Yep. Yeah. Especially with online dating nowadays. Yeah. It's to meet a wide range of people. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's everything is is possible. So yeah, no doubt. Oh, all right, CA. I think we're gonna wrap up for today. But okay, I'm glad you were able to make it on, and we were able to touch bases, and I could catch you up with what Kinky Black Jacks talking. Indeed, about. indeed. I'm gonna be tuned. In. I'm gonna be sitting by ready. <laughs> as soon as that link drops, I'm gonna text. Yep. You. As soon as it drops, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna be ready. So I can so I can get a quick grading down. Get this terminology. <laughs> All right, night shifters. I hope you enjoyed our show about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but we will definitely be back next week and I will be more prepared. And CA and I will have something for you. CA, one of these days, you're gonna have to take over and let it be a whole man show. You and my man show. Yep. Okay. Yes, and you do it all. Let so. me let me jot down some ideas. Yeah, so I have to do that. We'll call it the Sadie Hawkins episode. The Sadie Hawkins. Who the hell is Sadie Hawkins? Isn't that the name of Sadie Hawkins? Um, did y'all have, look? Did y'all do that in Louisiana? Sadie Hawkins Day is that the name of the lady where um that was the day when the girls had to ask the guys to the dance. It was the Sadie. Mm. They flipped. Uh-oh. I didn't go to dances, so <laughs> I don't know. But you know what? You know what? We could we could we could make that a Valentine's show. Oh, I like it. Yeah. Oh, CA takes over for Valentine's. Maybe yep, yep. Put some tank on in the background, you know. Yeah, I like that. Okay. You're in charge of the Valentine's show. All right. Oh, Kiki Black Jacks has something special planned for that episode too. Nice, so nice. That'll be the perfect one for you to host. All I'm right. Sit back and relax. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Like it. Well, all right, CA. I will check back in with you next week. All right. Keep us posted. Start working on that Valentine's episode. Yes, ma'am. We'll be back with more music. All right. All right, all right, Night Shifters. It's time to take a quick pause from the music while we jump into Reese's segment of The Marital Truth. Hey, hey, Night Shifters. We are back and we have a lady of the hour, Miss Reese, with this week's episode of The Marital Truth. I read the letter to you earlier in the episode. I hope you caught it. And if not, just hit rewind. I'm sure it's still there. <laughs> All right, Reese, how are you today? I am great, Coach Kim. How are you? I'm good. You sound a lot better. You know, last week we both had the COVID, so... <laughs> I crack up all the time because why do we call it the COVID? Like, right. The COVID COVID is still wearing me out, though. So I have my super sexy COVID voice happening. Cough drops on the right, Kleenex on the left. So I'm just doing what I got to do. That's all we can do. I finally did test negative. So I'm free and clear of the Rona. Yay. Um, but my body still feels weird. Like, I don't feel 100% me yet. So, hopefully, I'm not about to turn into a zombie or anything. No zombies. But I think the worst is for people who are on-the-go people. And mm-hmm. gentlemen, don't think I'm singling you out or I'm putting you out there like it doesn't matter. But as a mom, mm-hmm. 
been a mom for 25 years and it's just like you go 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 mm -hmm. and I literally told my husband today I didn't get out the bed he was like because you need to rest and I'm like but that feels so inadequate to me that mm -hmm. I can't even get the energy to get up oh. you know so that's the hardest part Oh man, yeah, I I had no guilt at all for laying around doing nothing. <laughs> That's not a problem for me. <laughs> it happens so rarely. I feel like I deserve it. So I'm like, hey, <laughs> most ladies want diamond ring. Just give me a day to myself. <laughs> like, we had no Sunday dinner, which is you know, like as a mom and a wife, that's like mm -hmm. work stoppage. They're like, uh, what's for dinner? I'm like, wasn't there leftover pizza and a bag of salad? Like, I don't know. I can't, I can't help you. Right, right. <laughs> That's when you have to tell them, hey, I have the COVID. <laughs> the COVID. Call DoorDash. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, all right. So what do you think about this letter? <laughs> well, first of all, I've got to say that I'm loving the juxtaposition in this letter. My girl's in love with Sean and Carter. <laughs> Anybody who does not laugh at that right now, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh my goodness. I, am. I thought I was seeing things when I first saw that. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> right. So admittedly to the audience, I have to say to all of you night shifters, don't shun me. But I have never until today started watching power. And that's what the COVID will do. It'll get you watching stuff. <laughs> exactly. So how did I go all this time without ogling Amari Hardwick? I don't understand. That part. That part. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm listening. I'm like, the, the, the connection to the show is just baffling me. But that just goes to show that this happens to people every day in real mm -hmm. life. On small screen, on the big screen. This is a commonality. Absolutely. And I want to say so many things but in fairness to our writer I understand where you are she wants this sit on the couch watch Netflix be my bestie type of situation because I mean we all get into those things whether it's someone who's watching sci-fi and you don't love it but you do it because he loves it mm -hmm. it's the Barrett Jackson car show that you have no idea what you're watching, but he loves it, so you love it. You know, mm -hmm. you get into this comfort level with someone that you're that person that I can just lay on you on the couch and we can watch TV and it's cozy, right? Right. Then you have those relationships that may not have that cozy BFF feel where we can share the same foods and watch the same movies, but you have my heart and there's passion in this relationship. Mm -hmm. We've all been in that space where you say, I wish I could add these two things together and make one thing. True. The marital truth, even though we're not married, the grown-up thing to do is, how do you take your BFF and add the passion? Or how do you take the person who has your passion and interject the things that make your BFF? Mm -hmm. What I really see is, uh, writer, there is no love triangle. You've created the triangle because to me, the choice is why does there have to be a choice? Yep. yep. If you have to decide how you settle for Sean or how you settle for Carter, the commonality is you're just settling. 
So how about let's make a clean break from both of them, focus on yourself and your Jay Z will show up. Maybe <laughs> 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 you're looking for Jigger, maybe you're looking for Jay, but it's right. not someone and it's not fire. So that is my marital truth for this week. You know, focus on yourself and don't feel guilty about that and know that your person has already been created for you and they're waiting for you. Mm-hmm. So I like I, I did every week, Coach Kim, I am not the professional. So I digress and you tell us what you think. Uh, well, first of all, I did not see that whole Jay-Z thing coming. That was funny. <laughs> That was classic. Uh, and, and for me, I, I honestly, my first initial reaction was exactly what you said. There's no love triangle. And I thought you and I were going to go in the same direction. Um, but you went in the direction of just cutting them all loose. And I was going in the direction of why do you have to choose? I mean, you're not married to either one. And as far as I know, you're single until you're married. Yes. So <laughs> why not date them all? until somebody shows up and proves that they want to be your husband mm. as far as who was it the the first the one that you're living with that's sean right the yeah, one you're yeah the one you're living with like um reese was saying your heart and your passion and everything is tied into this person there's a level of comfort there as well you miss the friends you miss the going out uh you miss the routine mm-hmm. um of of him but he's not willing to marry you, but you didn't the min- the letter, if I'm trying to remember, the letter mentioned something about there were some warning signs. I don't know what those warning signs were, but follow your instincts on whatever that was. Is it warning signs that he just won't marry you or some other kind of warning, warning signs? Yeah. Um, and then the other guy, I mean, right now you're only seeing him during booty call hours and every now and then you get a real date, but you're having fun, so... If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Um, I wouldn't expect too much out of him. I wouldn't expect too much out of anyone like, unless they say, this is who I am to you and I'm going to prove it to you. Then you set the expectations. Until then, just have fun. Stop stressing so much about getting married because that's when you choose the wrong one. And yeah. just, yeah, just just wait and see. Just, just be you. Exactly. <laughs> just be you. All relationships, people never realize that Every relationship is unique to every person. Mm -hmm. You know, I have been in a relationship for 26 years, 27 years. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we got married along the way. And we've been, um, actually, 2022, it'll be 20 years. Wow. And there are. Let me know if y'all have a party so I can come to Philly. Oh, you're already invited to the party. (laughs) I have a whole concept for I'm celebrating everything all year. So, you know, um, I just feel like there are peaks and valleys and that's not just, you know, a bill of goods that I'm selling you. There are times where we are 100%. Mm-hmm. Then there are times where I don't even know if we're 10% of who we are. Mm-hmm. But one thing that we agree on consistently is that we are a team, mm-hmm. you know, and you've got to be able to sustain. So if you only love this person because we can Netflix and chill, or you only love this person because we have the dates, mm-hmm. what is that thing that's going to carry you through when there's nothing else to carry you? Mm-hmm. You have no gas, left, no energy, no anything. And, you know, 
for the good, the bad, the indifferent, the ugly, I know I have something to carry me through. So find that for yourself, whether it's with Sean or Carter or someone new, but you have to really realize, dig deep and realize yeah. that is for you. Absolutely. 1,000. Is that what the kids say? No, they say 100. 100, <laughs> <laughs> yes, 100,000. <000. laughs> 100,000. Oh, my word. Yeah. Well, writer, I sure hope that those were some words for you. Maybe not what you wanted to hear because you wanted to hear Sean or Carter. Um, I'm saying do both and Reese saying do neither and find you. So <laughs> I don't think you can go wrong either way because, again, we are not professionals. These are simply our opinions for entertainment purposes only. <laughs> you take, I see lots of fun happening for you. Exactly. <laughs> lots of fun. So, hey, if you take Sean back, then yeah, definitely take it with the understanding that marriage is not on the table. Not to say that he won't, but don't pressure him and bring it up and don't start arguments about it if you choose to go back to Sean. Just leave it under the bridge and just let him know you're going to be dating other people and see how that goes. Thank you so much, writer. Thank you, Coach Kim. This is becoming like the highlight of my week. It's more fun week over week, day over day. So if you have situations that you'd like us to answer, please send your letters to Coach Kim at CoachKim.net and you could be the next person that we chat about. Yes, yes, yes. Until next week, Reese, stay safe. No more COVID. And uh, hopefully you'll join us on one of these segments with the the Kinksters. Well, for um, Black Doms and Subs Matter is the name of their segment. Oh, I don't want to come. Like, I'm not prepared, but I'm pretty sure some question will come to me or something will happen, but I will mm-hmm. be there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, my shifters. We'll be back. Another day, another laugh. Corny jokes with Courtney. My wife told me that my six-year-old son wasn't mine. Clearly, I need to pay more attention at child pickup. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, night shifters. You know what time it is. Time to put away those halos. Break out the pitchforks. It's time for Kinky Black Jacks Presents. Black Doms and Subs Matter, a BDSM educational segment. Hey, Night Shifters, welcome back. You know what time it is. Black Doms and Subs Matter. So we have on the line Miss Z from Kinky Black Jacks. And of course, Reese, our wonderful advice columnist, is joining us this episode. CA is going to try to make it to work on time, but he didn't promise. So we'll find out if he joins in or not. And we're super excited because, as you know, last week we took the BDSM test to find out our kink levels. So we're hoping to grow from there, at least I am anyways. And Ms. Z and Monty are going to walk us through some of these things and, and how we can make it work with our partners or whatever it is they're going to tell us about this test that we took, the only test I ever look forward to taking, the only test I ever enjoy taking. And if you haven't done it yet, it's bdsmtest.org. So give it a try. All right, Z, I'm going to turn it over to you while we wait on Monty, but you can go ahead and get us started if you don't mind. 
Yeah, of course. So, um, like we told you guys last week, we um have like a reference test that we send everyone who's new into the community to, um, called BDSMtest.org. So it's been a while since I took the test, probably a, a good couple of years. Oh, there you are. Time's a charm. <laughs> All right. And we had we started. We have Z explaining to us what we're doing this week. So Monty, welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey y'all. Sorry, I just came in talking crazy. I didn't know we were recording. Hello, everyone. <laughs> it's <Zai. laughs> And now we have both um what is it? The directors, board members, hey, two board members from Kinky Black Boss. Jacks. We have the founder and the co-founder <laughs> on the line. And that's who we've been working with and who will be continuing to educate us. I'm sorry, Z, if you could go on with what you were saying. Yeah, of course. So yeah, um, it's been a while since we took the test. I haven't taken it in uh-huh. probably a good couple of years. So we also went and took the test again a few moments ago. And we're pretty surprised at the changes that our charts have taken as well. So um, Moni was saying before that, you know, it's recommended to take the test a couple times a year. And I definitely want to start keeping this updated because I'm pretty shocked by my answers. Well, mm-hmm. I'm so relieved to hear that because when I first took the test last week, I was like 99.9% vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, this can't be right. This cannot be right. But CA and I were talking and um, he and I were saying that as we go through our kink education with Kinky Blackjacks, our answers should change as well as our mm-hmm. because our perceptions and our ideas, because a lot of things... I know for me, I really didn't know what they meant. So I'm just like, mm, no, I don't, don't want to try that. Um, but at the end of the year, I can't wait to take it again and see yeah. more green on my chart. <laughs> and Reese, this is Reese's first time joining us with Kinky Black Jacks. So did you have more green or red in your chart, Reese? I don't know. Because, you know, I want to take a test and I want to get the best score possible. <laughs> well, Reese, that's a great, I'm so glad that you said that. And I'm sorry to cut you off, but I love that you said that because I think we all from, you know, I'm a former educator. So from the way we're taught to in school, we all try to get the best results possible. But that's not what this is. This is a personality quiz, you know. And so it's not about getting the best results possible. It's about, um actually fast answering you want to not dwell on it if it if something immediately comes to mind answer if something doesn't come to mind you probably can you know think about it you might be in the yellow or red right but it's a beautiful test because as um z said they your answers will change over time i the first time i took this test was in 2015 and i wish i could find the results but if you were to see those 2015 (laughs) results compared to now you would be like whoa you've been through some shit (laughs) but you know what funny listening to coach kim i was like well at least my vanilla was like 74 so i am like at least six greens into this so Mm -hmm. i feel like i'm starting at least a quarter way through the mile right and so i guess for clarity uh, or I guess to just show the juxtaposition not clarity to show the juxtaposition my vanilla is 4% Woo-hoo, yes <laughs> I know she passed with flying colors and mine is 37 <laughs> yours is what was it 37 oh wow mm-hmm. you know so it's it's really not a pass or fail thing. right it's literally just a personality test just like the personality type tests and stuff like that mm-hmm. you have to look at it the same because the more you try to tweak things the more um not authentic your answers can start right. to- mm-hmm. yeah. 
And I, I like that. That's great advice that Monty gave in the beginning. Well, just now when she said, when you take the test, just answer it instinctually. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas the first time I took the test, I was literally dissecting each and every word. Right. And re- like, I, so I totally screwed up the first test. Thank God. So I'm not 99.9% <laughs> vanilla. But... <laughs> But anyway, I'm done talking. I'm going to give you ladies the platform. <laughs> okay, great. Um, so, Reese, Reese, I don't know if this is possible, but if you have a screenshot of your results, could you send them to Coach Kim so she can send them to us? Because I want to be able to, help, you know, talk to you about your results too. Um, but I'm going to, if G, if you don't mind, I'm going to kind of take it off from the top of uh, – coach kim's results okay yeah that's cool all right y'all ready so mm-hmm. um coach kim's new results 95 percent submissive now in the bdsm world and i'm glad that i kind of took it off because uh i am on the s side of the slash so you have um bdsm which stands for actually a few things it really can depend on context but it's bondage um domination sub- submission masochism or sadomasochism for the m and then or you can have it where it's what is it's bondage i think still domination and then mm-hmm. sadism masochism as right. the sm so um if you identify as a submissive you are on the right side of the slash like d slash s capital d for dominant slash lowercase s for submissive um we also have capital m for master mistress and lowercase s for slave um, and we'll get more into what those mean. But right now, Kim, you're at a 95% submissive. So you enjoy the bottom role. You want to be uh, have control taken over you, whether that be sexually or in a lifestyle sense. Um, and that's another big distinction. Because when you hear the word lifestyle, you're like, okay, I live a vegetarian lifestyle, a vegan lifestyle, a, you know, Christian lifestyle. Like, all, think of all the lifestyles you can have. People actually live kink lifestyles when I hang out with my kink friends like we'll have dinner and then it's like y'all want to break out some rope and people are tying themselves up in the living room (laughs) it's literally that's we like we actually mean lifestyle when we say lifestyle so so whether you're looking into this sexually or because you're interested in the lifestyle itself it's good to know your second is 91% rope bunny this means that you enjoy bondage specifically bondage where a rope is involved um, but rope bunny can kind of be an overarching term for anybody who enjoys just bondage play in general. Um, your vanilla still sits at 83. And what this tells me is actually not necessarily that you're totally vanilla and just want to do missionary and doggy style, right? right? What this tells me is that you likely don't have any um, kinks. You may have more so fetishes. Did I get that right, Z? Did I do it right the right way? Kinks are things that you need in your sexual life to, you know, for to orgasm. Right, right. Well, yeah, Dr. Dr. Bisbee taught us that. Orgasm, actually. That's where that's where fetish comes in. Fetish is things that you need to enjoy sexual pleasure itself. Kink are things that, like, I'm meeting a new person and it's like, hey, if you're not willing to do XYZ with me, I don't want to be with you because you won't be a compatible partner. And that's kind of the line between fetish, kink, and lifestyle, right? So just because your vanilla is higher, it doesn't just it doesn't necessarily mean that you're not a lifestyler or not into kink. It may just mean that things that bring you pleasure are more sexually oriented rather than 
lifestyle oriented. Does that make sense? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. I feel better now. <laughs> Listen, we all want to be kinky. That's I why know. Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, don't let me get on. Oh, no, I can't. That's a whole nother. That's yeah, a whole nother set. Yeah. <laughs> we gonna have to take time with that one. <laughs> right. So your next one is 79% brat. So I am a huge brat and I love this. Bratting is the act of being a submissive who is going to give you your shit before you take control so brats are the ones who are like make me daddy (laughs) and that's high key me and I'll also explain when I get into my where more of my brat comes from because I don't brat like a uh, I don't brat like a um I guess person who identifies as a brat I brat from a space of my little space and I'll get to that a little later so um then 78% switch so this means that you are comfortable going back and forth with your partner either taking the dominant role or submissive role 75% experimentalist you like to try things um we have a friend that that says she has a try twice rule one time to make sure to see what it's like and the second time to make sure she liked it or didn't like it (laughs) that makes sense yeah try try twice (laughs) um 69% rigor so you would likely enjoy actually putting people into bondage or doing rope um 66% voyeur so you enjoy voyeurism is the act of watching people have sex 55% primal but you got the prey category so you enjoy being on the bottom of primal scenes primal scenes are those in which um Primal scenes are those in which somebody is acting as the predator. If you want to think of it in terms of, I guess, uh, characters, like, say, the wolf, right? And Mm. then the prey, the bunny or whatever. And or, you know, something that is an aggressive being and it's going to be the more scratching, pulling, biting type of sex, right? There's Um, actually a guy on TikTok. His name mm -hmm. is Doc Strange. And it's strange with two E's. And um, he does little kink videos like this with the the predator prey type acting Mm -hmm. out. Those things are so sexy to me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Those little little videos. I invited him to be on the show, but he was scared. He he never showed up. So (laughs) I'm going to go harass him now. Yeah, you got to harass him now. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, um, it's actually funny that yours is up here too, because that's one of the major changes that I had in the BDSM test is that my primal prey, I just discovered late last year that I think I'm into primal prey. So that was interesting for me. Um, And then now... Oh, sorry, guys. I wasn't saying it. So we at Experimentalist, we were coming out of the greens. Now we're in the yellows and now we're in the oranges. So you're at 36% dominant, which means you like to be in the top role. 31% masochist. Masochists enjoy pain. 22% exhibitionist. So that would be uh, liking to be watched or be seen naked, sending pictures, things like that. Those were included in the test. Mm-hmm. Um, 20% slave slaves are people who like to give it's a total power exchange relationship so there is a difference between a dom and a sub and a master and a slave and then 14 and we will also touch on um for those of you who are BIPOC or BIPOC or just you know white and want to know what's going on with us (laughs) using slave and BDSM we'll talk on that a little later um 14 is sadist so that means you enjoy inflicting pain and then from here we go into your reds where you have six percent brat tamer six percent pet six percent primal hunter 
which um, I know that some of our other results touch on some of these. So we'll Mm -hmm. talk about them a little later. And then you have 3% owner. Owner fits into the uh, master mistress category. 3% degrady. So that those are people who enjoy being degraded or humiliated during sex. 2% master mistress, 2% degrader, 1% daddy mommy. And 0% non-monogamous. You do not touch on man, y'all. That's right. And <laughs> 0% boy, girl, and 0% age player. And um, when we get into my results, I'll be able to touch on daddy, mommy, boy, girl, and age player for you guys. So those good. are your results. Those are just me reading them out and explaining what they are. But I'm going to turn it over to Z to kind of break it down a little more. That sounds great. And actually, I'm, this is like a whole series, actually. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So due to the lack of time that we have, Moni. <laughs> oh, sorry. Was I talking too loud? Long? Oh, no, 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 no. It's not that. I'm, I was just going to say due to the lack of time, I think we should go ahead and get into the other test results really quickly. Okay. And then um, if we still have time, explain a little more. But if not, mm-hmm. then we can um, right. touch on it next week when we do the other test. Okay, sweet. <laughs> All right, cool. <clears throat> Okay, so as for my results, oh. right? It's the professional voice now. <laughs> you know, <laughs> listen, I love hearing Z work. I feel like this nigga sounds so white. <laughs> Put your nine to five on. Take the headphones on off. <laughs> Take the headphones off and be like, ah, now I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> All right. So for my results, I got 100% rigor, um, which is, we well, Monty already told you that, um, 100% rigor, 100% dominance, which is on, on board, 87% experimentalist. So I do like to try new things. I do not have a twice rule. If I don't like that shit the first time, don't touch me with it again. I know so, that's right. <laughs> period. So <laughs> 81% master mistress. Which is honestly a little bit surprising to me because when I originally took the test the first few times, I got 100% master mistress because that's the dynamic that I tend to be in. However, I believe my results have changed because I prefer not to have my slave as my partner. So Mm -hmm. I like to be dominant in my relationships, but as for MS relationships, I prefer to have a non-sexual dynamic. Which is something we're definitely going to talk about in later episodes because fun fact, y'all. Fun fact, we have, uh, there are non-sexual DS relationships that can go along on alongside people's romantic sexual relationships. Yes. Like, as for me, my slave and I have been, uh, quote unquote, together. We're not together. But, you know, we've been in our dynamic since 2019. And now we're moving on to 2022. So it's been a little while. And, you know, he's seen me through a relationship. All right. So moving along, I got 58% brat tamer. I don't know how the fuck that happens because I... Because you've been hanging out with your bratty ass best friend too much. I despise (laughs) brats. Like, I truly hate having to work hard for things I don't feel like I deserve to. I shouldn't have to break a sweat if you're under my command. So I don't know how that happened, but, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll delve into that. I'll do some soul searching or whatever. And that's the beautiful thing about answering these, you know, right off the top and not trying to you know tweak your answers because things may surprise you and it may be something that you need to do a little more research on and you know see how that happened mm-hmm. another thing um 55 masochist this i surprised me the most yeah i don't like pain like i i distinctly do not like pain so that surprised me a little bit but i think now that i've thought about it a little bit 
Um, I do have a fetish for love marks. So bite marks, hickeys, things like that. Evidence of what happened. So I think that's probably the reason why I got that. So there's a few things on the test that would really, you know, be useful to be changed, like um, specific fetishes that are delved more deeply into or, you know, and certain things separated like bruising and um, actual pain being separated or um, hickeys and pain being separated because they're not a painful thing to get most times. You know what I mean? Even though they do cause bruising. Mm -hmm. So and also, uh, well, I'll get into my next point after I continue a little bit further. So I got 51% sadist, which is pretty much on brand. Um, 48% primal hunter. Um, 47% exhibitionist. I do like to be naked or whatever. Um, 42% voyeur. Um, I enjoy porn. I don't necessarily enjoy watching people have live sex. I don't, I don't know why, but it almost makes me uncomfortable. I feel like I'm intruding. So... <laughs> All right, so I got 39% owner. Um, like I told you guys earlier, 37% vanilla, 35% rope, uh, I'm sorry, 35% primal prey, 32% rope bunny, 21% non-monogamous. And the rope bunny part is funny too because I got <laughs> tied up and literally had a fucking panic attack. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 21% non-monogamist, um, 19% switch, which surprised me as well, but I think that's probably just from some of my sexual tendencies. 13% um, degrader, uh, also surprising. I don't like talking down on my partners. I'm going to build you up. 13% daddy mommy. I yeah, that's got to be because of, oh, that was my next point. So I wish the test touched more on things about service doms. Mm -hmm. and service subs because um service a lot of should my, be one of the categories it should perfect. be one of the categories because mm -hmm. of the fact that i consider myself a service dominate uh, um, a service dominant uh i feel like i got some answers that would have been more um in that category, in that category closer to submissive you know what i mean mm -hmm. so um i got eight percent submissive and three percent slave which what the fuck I think that had to, do, you know, I think that had to do with the service thing. Cause you know, I do like to please my partner to make sure they yeah. have everything that they need, but they have to earn that shit. Oh, I like that. Earn it. You know, 0% boy, girl, 0% degradee, 0% pet, 0% brat and 0% age player. Nice. So Z, um, just to give everybody a little taste of what um, the quiz itself is like, can you go ahead and share some of the screen grabs that you pulled from when you were taking the quiz? Um, maybe just a couple of interesting questions and your responses. And yeah, so I, I didn't know... open your message until oh, after. Oh, so, <laughs> do you have a question you remember off the top of your head? Um, yeah, actually, the question that I remember off the top of my head was the one about um, that I felt like should fall into the service category mm -hmm. um, about do you live to please your partner and would you do everything that you can to make sure they had everything they right. need and take care of them and all that stuff. And I was like, right. yeah. Yeah, Dumb. and that does that does fall like doms can be of service. And when I get into my results, we'll talk about like caregivers and daddy mommies, um, because it's very much a thing. Even guys, I know. Oh, here's a dynamic we all know: sugar babies and sugar daddies. I mean, Boom. who's really winning there, right? Because the sugar daddy, it actually does fall under the lifestyle BDSM category. People who are 
involved in the sugar baby lifestyle, sugar daddy lifestyle often are on kink websites. Mm-hmm. And um, it is a dynamic and that's why, right? Because one person is in the power position because they're holding all the money. But at the end of the day, as long as his baby's making him happy or, you know, her baby's making her happy or them, everybody. <laughs> everybody's happy. Them happy. <laughs> they, you know, there's a power exchange dynamic where you're getting your bills paid, right? So that's why this, why kink is so interesting because it has such a huge umbrella. Um, so I guess before I get into my results, <laughs> before I get into my results, I will share a couple of the questions that I thought were, were pretty interesting. Um, okay. before, I'm sorry to interrupt, mm-hmm. but real quick, uh, Reese just messaged that she has a question. Yeah, Reese. Sorry, Re- Reese. We talk a lot. You can definitely just be like, <laughs> yeah. hey. I just jump in. <laughs> well, some of the questions struck me as very interesting also because I think some of them are very subjective. Mm-hmm. And when people read them, they may have like, uh, you know, you may answer too far to the left or too far to the right, right. because you don't know what the answer is. So being right. treated with little or no respect during sex arouses me. So. Right what is respect you know what i mean because if Definitely. we are outside and, in public and it's nine mm-hmm. to five how you respect me as your partner is one thing but once we mm-hmm. close the doors between five and nine or five right and, you know so i think that's one thing that people misconstrue mm-hmm. you know like um lack of respect is not that i don't respect you as a person it's just that in during this time we are free to be and explore right. so it's not the same I'm so glad you brought up that question because it's actually one of the ones that I screenshotted um, because I think that that is one of my more, um, maybe maybe not taboo, maybe taboo to vanilla people, but not taboo to me. I don't know how to put it, but um, <laughs> I absolutely love to be disrespected and humiliated and, da- and degraded. Um, so so can you define an act of mm-hmm. disrespect from your point yeah, of view? Yeah, absolutely. So I, I can do an extreme one that I don't engage in, but... Um, like human toileting um, is an act of degradation that people um, participate in. At the same time, I do love water sports. I just, human toileting is in your mouth for those who didn't know. Um, I do love water sports, but please don't pee on my, 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 in my mouth. Like that's not okay. So for me, you know, so, um, but in the same strain, I suppose, uh, my water sports kink is a bit of a humiliation kink because I do get the thrill and arousal of just doing something really nasty that I shouldn't be doing. Like, and if new people knew I was doing it, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's that kind of thing. So um, I guess in practice, I enjoy like being name called during sex. Um, I enjoy total lack of control. So you know I've had partners like I need a break now nah, you take a break when I tell you we take a break you know what I mean or just t- I have very long locks take me by my locks you drag me across the room you wanted a break drink some water come on hurry up hurry up hurry up hurry up you know what I mean and those things can fall under the humiliation and degradation um <laughs> umbrella it really I love that you said it's subjective receive because it actually it absolutely is this test is vague on purpose it is asking you to apply what you mean to this situation because one of the other ones that I wanted to bring up was I'd be willing to leave everything I have behind to live the BDSM life of my dreams which I put absolutely yes on um so yeah I I got the we out of time text 
So <laughs> uh, we can wrap up here. And uh, Coach Kim, if it's okay with you, we we can either do my results really, really super fast, or we can jump back on next week. I'd like to go ahead and go through your results really fast. And then if we can continue this conversation next week and going through these the different categories and things mm-hmm. and, and getting more explanation. And then and we never touched on Reese's results either. So we can definitely go okay. through those next week. We'll do okay, perfect, perfect. So um I'll go fast. I was gonna spend some time on them, but I'll go fast. So I have a lot of green. Um and that probably means <laughs> means because I really fall more into the uh, slave s side of the the slash mm-hmm. so i'm 100% masochist 100% submissive 100% rope bunny 100% brat 100% non-monogamous 100% degradee 100% boy girl 98% age player um i am a little and i'll explain what that is next week 95% experimentalist um and I'll tell y'all next week what I want to experiment on. <laughs> my, my latest one that I've been researching, but I actually have to go talk to a GYN to, to see if I can do it. Isn't oh, movie? snap. I can't I wait know. to hear this. 89% voyeur, 86% exhibitionist, 80% slave. And then I'm getting into my yellows now. I have 86, 68% pet, 62% primal prey. Now I'm in orange, 47% rigor, 38% switch. I actually identified as a switch when I first came into the community, which is funny because what I learned is, is that I really only like to switch for dominant partners who want me to. Um, mm-hmm. I have no desire to just be a dom. Um, orange, 20% sadist. And then all of these are uh, red, 4% vanilla, and then zero all the way the, the rest of the way down. Daddy, mommy, master, mistress, dominant, owner, degrader, brat tamer, and primal hunter, all zero. You know what? I really love how yours is so, like, zoned in. Like, you know what you want. You know what you like. This is it. Whereas mine seems to be kind of like, it's a whole rainbow. I'm all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really excited, like I said before, as we learn more and we go through these different segments and I start to experience more i can't wait to see how my chart changes i'm so excited it's gonna be great especially i think it would be nice uh to your audience if y'all want to go ahead and go to bdsmtest.org take the full quiz make sure you click that you you know want the full quiz and for both sides dom and sub unless you already know that you are a dom or sub and then from there screenshot your results you know, you'll have them in your phone. And as you listen over the next few weeks and we do more uh, BDSM and kink education, you'll be able to retake the test and see how your results change. Sounds good. Reese, any more questions before we sign off? No. Uh, well, I don't know, because you know, I always have a question lurking somewhere in the background. But I just love that you mentioned um, you were a switch, but it's only for someone that you respected enough to be a dom. So I thought right. that was very enlightening because I did have 93% switch. And I'm like, eh, I don't know. You know, you got to really earn the right for me to switch. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. Thank you, Kim, for having us. Reese, it was great to meet you. Yeah, I'm excited. And um, thank you guys again. And everyone, if you haven't already, because this particular segment will be continued with the same subject next week, bdsmtest.org 
And the ladies of KBJ also have another test for us. Um, ladies, should we give them that website now or should we wait until after next week's done and then start the new test? I guess uh, maybe for the overachievers, if you want two homework assignments this week, <laughs> yeah. you feel like two homework assignments. This one's really just a silly test that's actually based on an old, like, beginning of the internet age website <laughs> and they updated it to be modern <laughs> so it's called the innocence test.com and it's just a goofy you know how many of these nasty things have you done <laughs> oh man <laughs> all right well ladies thank you again Reese. i'll be seeing you soon in the marital truth yes and can. kbj Thank you for BDSM, Black Doms, and Subs Matter. And I cannot wait to talk to you again next week. I got to find out what the gynecologist said about your experiment. Oh, you got to. <laughs> y'all are going to flip my mother. He doesn't want me to do it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, ladies. Well, you all have a great day. I'll be chatting with you later. Nice yes, to oh. Stay tuned. And we'll continue. All right. Talk to you guys soon. See ya. Goodbye. I know you had to take a couple days off, so you missed our BDSM again. I know, I know. Was it good? It was good. It was good. Damn it. <laughs> I just have to. I have to hear it on the after this week's episode. Yes, yes. The ladies of King Blackjacks. You know they gave us our homework last week. Right, right, right. You know I say my test scores. You know what I'm saying. Uh, you know I'm I, I'm not on the dean's list, but you know I'm not in remedial. <laughs> I'm not in remedial. Well, you know, I, I was in remedial. I was so embarrassed. <laughs> oh, they like, girl, look, look. Seven <clears throat> percent vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> oh my words! We went through the test, and uh -huh. I, I took the test wrong. Oh. Well, first of all, there's two different tests which I didn't really pay attention to the first time. I was so yeah, I took, the, I took the long one. See, I did the short one. Okay. And then you're supposed to answer based on your first instinct. Okay. And me, you know, you I, I did. I dissected the entire question. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, what if this and then this and then this and then this? So I went way far left. Yeah. When, you know, somewhere towards the right. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> So I have my new test scores because I, I gave it to them. So I am no longer 97% vanilla. Okay. But I am submissive. Okay. Okay. That's not, not miss talk that shit. <laughs> Get right. out of here. <laughs> I'm submissive and I'm a brat and I'm still like 73% vanilla, but at least I'm not in the 90s anymore. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that. yeah, that, that was kind of shameful. I know. I was so embarrassed. <laughs> you too. You too grown to be vanilla. Too grown to be vanilla, and not to mention my book. By the way, shameless plug, everybody. If you have not read Calm, Calm Sparkle by me, Kimberly Pittman, you need to go read it. But anyway, anyway. I've got a lot of nasty stuff in it. You know, my parents won't even read it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I felt I felt bad that day. We was over there whispering like two school kids, and she's like, "What they talking about? Like, don't don't worry about. It. Don't worry about. It. Don't worry about." It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i'm like how could i be vanilla this just can't be right anyway i feel a lot better now i'm only 73 percent vanilla That's good. 
Yeah, I was, I was. I forget what my number. I have to go back and look at it. But it was low on the vanilla. But mine was more voyeurism. Um, voyeurism and something else was really high. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely was low on the S and M side. <clears throat> and I remember reading those questions. I said, "Yeah, that's definitely not me. Definitely <laughs> like me. I'm, I'm not into any of that." Yeah, and, and see, that was me, especially the part where um, the question was something about <clears throat> boy being disrespected by my partner or something. Right, right. Ah. Disrespected, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. the the dressing up as, you know, the, did it say child or well, something? <laughs> one was um, acting another age and one was dressing up or acting as a pet. Yeah, or being- yeah age and there were all kinds of things now listeners let me tell you something if that's your thing I hey, by all means behind you you do your thing whatever gets you off and doesn't hurt anybody I'm- <laughs> right right definitely, Wait, definitely unless they want to be hurt see i'm learning all these new things right right that's- some people like pain unless they want to be hurt yeah some people like pain um oh that's another thing i found out that i am primal prey which means i like to be hunted so i was like oh sucking now okay all right yeah, so I can't wait to what stuff really means. Um, but yeah, so that was very interesting. And next week, I'm going to tell you what you missed a little bit. I know you're going to okay. go. But um, Moni said that she is experimental. Experimentalist, I think it is. Mm-hmm. And she likes to experiment with different things. And next week, she's going to tell us about the newest thing she wants to experiment with because she had to go to her gynecologist first to make sure she could actually do it. Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Gosh, I cannot wait to tune in next week. Wait, it's my show. (laughs) Right, right, right. Like, we might have to do two shows in one week just so I can hurry up and hit. (laughs) I'm like, I hope CA can make it this time. Oh, I'm, hey, it's, it's, yeah, yesterday was kind of crazy, but, um, Regardless, I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be there. <laughs> I'm gonna be there. I because I didn't want to miss it, but I'm just like, man, there's no way I can do it. But this, this, this next go around, I'm hey, I'm gonna be in, a, I'm gonna be in a safe space. Yeah, you know they need that. Uh, so I've been told I'm gonna be in a safe space and quiet space, and I'm be mm, plugged in. <laughs> the other word, the other thing I was looking at, I was, I was seventy percent dominant. Okay, so you're dominant. And I was a brat tamer. Okay, see? Now, did your wife take the test? Come on now. She ain't did it yet. Oh, come on. Don't make me have to come over there. <laughs> you want to come over here. If she did it, if she did it, she ain't said nothing to me. <laughs> but I gave it to her. I don't know. Maybe she just like, mm, I don't like them numbers. I don't know. <laughs> she was probably like me. Overthought it and ended mm-hmm. up. So I'm going to tell her, look, just don't think about it. Just, Just go on instinct. And just answer whatever. Yeah, and then I have to figure out what switch is because I ain't, I ain't, I was. Hmm. Mm. And they through that a little bit, but that's why I really appreciate them coming back and redoing the same subject next week because basically what they did, and I know our listeners already heard it, but um, they went through my scores and explained what each category means. Category was okay. Uh, not in not in depth, but just like a brief enough. Um, so that they can go back 
next week and go in depth with what each one means and how it works because some of those things don't mean anything that I thought they meant. So right, right. Because I was looking at words, I'm like, okay, dominant, I get it. Experimentalist, I get it. Because those are all high rigor. And I'm like, okay, do I like to tie people up? I don't know. Oh, is that no. what rigor is? I couldn't remember. I was like, what is rigor? What yeah, is- I mean, I don't know if that's what rigor meant. So I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to ask next Sunday. But I like, I'm like, is is that what that is? You know, into uh, you know, ropes and all that kind of stuff and. Mm-hmm. Brat tamer, I get that. You know, uh, I was nowhere near submissive. <laughs> None of that. <laughs> yeah, I like it. So I'm glad we decided to embark on this journey and learn something new. No doubt. Dispel a lot of these myths and put a lot of clarity to things that we thought they were when in actuality, you don't know, that's not quite what it means at all. So, right, right. What to that? Oh, alarms keep going off. Jeez. Stop it. Take your sugar sweet time, no rush, I will be right here waiting on you darling Same old spot in the same old garments, whoa, yeah Thank you for listening to Coaching After Dark with Coach Kim. If you're an artist and want your music played on my podcast, send me a text at 904-323-2155. My email address is coachkim at coachkim.net. If you'd like to reach out to me on social media, it's at coachkim4life. Thank you. Hope to hear from you soon. And once again, thanks for listening.